Hello, and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail, and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. Today, I'm here with Jamie Tercios, and I'll give you a little background on how we know each other. But first, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So to like let everybody know how we know each other. So first off, Jamie and I are actually from the same town on Long Island, Oceanside. And I like kind of like I like knew who Jamie was because her brother and I actually graduated together. And she is good friends with my friend Mia. And we ended up really like meeting at her bachelorette. And it was just love at first laugh, you know? <laughs> I If I could just add, Mia prefaced uh, like us meeting. She's like, you're going to love her. And I was like, okay, let's see. And you're right. It really was love at first laugh. It was. We, love we at shared, first laugh. We shared, we shared a room together and it was me, you, Mia, and Kaylee. And like, it was just, it's an, it's an unbreakable bond. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we talked all about our wedding plans and, um, and the the good, the bad, and the ugly, because it all exists in weddings, in case anybody wasn't sure. And yes, so now that my wedding is behind me, and your wedding is coming up, I wanted to have you on to discuss your wedding plans, and just really also talk to you about some other kind of like wedding marriage related items, because I feel like I feel like you have a lot of views on things that a lot of people should think about prior to tying the knot. Yeah, I do. Some might be controversial, but I guess it really depends on like where you, you're from, where you grew up, or like the people around you. So I'm happy to answer all those questions. <laughs> I think, you know, I think though also when you when you go into like a partnership, it's really important to have these deep like these deep dive conversations. And I think where a lot of things go awry in relationships is when people don't discuss all of that upfront. A hundred percent. I think it's this like beautiful fairy tale story we've thought about since we were little girls, you know, like it's always like the wedding is a little girl's dream. Like little boys don't, you know, think about the woman they're going to marry when they're in like what their wedding is going to be like. Um, so definitely, uh, good to have those like real conversations before you go into this like real relationship where at the end of the day, it's just you guys behind closed doors, um, and understanding like what your true beliefs are before you say yes, you know? Yep. No, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Now, how did your fiance's name is Max. How did you guys meet? We actually met at work. Uh, back in 2014 so we just celebrated our seven-year anniversary of being together (laughs) which is crazy oh my god do you (laughs) feel like it went by so fast you're like where did seven years go I mean yes because we like there were just so many different versions of us that 
when we look back at like three years ago, five years ago, we're just like, we were two completely different people in two completely different stages of our lives. And when we look at where we are today, I'm like, which version did you like better? Like, what was your favorite, you know, version of us? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's such a you question. (laughs) I'm like, you better say now, you know. Um, And he, it's, it is, he's like, I actually would never go back to those, you know, he's like, my favorite is now because like, you're just, you've grown so much, you've learned so much and uh, we're just in completely different places in our lives, both together and separately, which is cool. Well, I think it's also we're in a generation where people are like getting married, you know, in their 30s opposed to their 20s. And I think growing up, I always I always had this vision like I'd be married by 25. I'd have my first kid by 30. And yep, yep, exactly. Like my parents, they got married at 24. And they actually had my brother when they were like 28, 29. And like that was in like strategic like they wanted like some time married um before before they had a baby and just to like enjoy each other's company and I look at things now and like I I do believe that I was like a very mature 25 year old but I am glad that I didn't get married at 25 and that I did it at 30 because I feel like even though I was like mature and ready in a lot of ways, I hadn't met anybody that was and that I would have been like settling majorly had I, had I done that, had I done that earlier on. Yeah. And unfortunately that is the case for a lot of people because as women biologically, we're on a time, you know, we're on this like clock that we're like, Oh, I want to have a kid by this time. Cause it might, you know, And I'm also glad that I waited and, you know, and it was almost like when I was in my twenties, a lot of my friends were getting married, like almost right after college. And I was in all their weddings and like, they married their high school sweethearts and they are still happily married with kids today. But me at that age, I don't know that I would have, I would have probably gotten divorced by now (laughs) because I was just not in the right like place and I think it to your point it was more of like this timeline that I had to meet and now at you know 32 years old I'm almost 33 I'm kind of like I'm so happy I waited because I would have not been a good you know in the right state to be married and like have kids at that age I really wasn't I was so not mature (laughs) I I don't think I would have been like a good wife exactly time you know yeah like communicate like I wasn't a good communicator I still am working on it like we always are right but I would have just been not a great wife either (laughs) so when you when you got engaged were you like surprised um I was surprised at the like date and but again like I don't see things like everyone else does I guess in this instant but um, we had actually went together to look at rings and he was like, well, what do you like? What do you want? Cause you know, he, he didn't know. And he needed kind of more information on what exactly it was that I was expecting. So we did go together and he had an idea. So I knew it was coming and three weeks after we had gone to look, it was when he proposed. So it was perfect 
like timing where I knew it was coming, but I didn't know when or how. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah. it was a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel the same way as you though. Like I, I mean, we did the same thing. We did also go look at rings. So I knew that it, I knew it was really just a matter of like, listen, I'm, I married someone who like, he has just like, no, um, he has no like control. Like he's meaning <laughs> in, in this, in, in, in the sense that in the sense, I have to follow that up. He, like, please he, explain yourself. Yes, you just got married yes. to, to get divorced. <laughs> no, he gets very excited. So if he has like a ring on him, he would like, there's no, he has no self-control to keep that in his pocket for an, an extended period of time. Like yeah. if he, if he had the box, he has to get rid of it immediately. Like he's so, you need you to know. check it off the list. Immediately. Yes. Yes. He, he like, I, I don't, I couldn't see him like holding on to it for so long or like even holding like, I'm pretty sure he like, and I don't, I don't know this as a fact, but knowing, knowing now we got engaged on a Monday that like he took off and I'm pretty sure he picked up the ring on Thursday or Friday beforehand. So, <laughs> and I worked the whole weekend. So, so I that wasn't was probably around. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I had a feeling when it was coming because he took off on a Monday. I was always off on Mondays. So like, mm -hmm. I, I knew he never like took off on a Monday. So that was like my first kind of clue. And we were going to the Fire Island Lighthouse. And like, but like, the funniest thing was the like, I really thought it was coming. So I, you know, in typical me form, <laughs> and I think that you can relate to this, because I think we're very similar in this way. Like, I got up, I like had a nail appointment. I like went and got yeah. my hair blown out. Like <laughs> I was like not messing around. Like I was like, it's totally happening today. And I remember saying it at work. Like I was like, I think I was like proposing tomorrow. Like this was like Sunday. We like had a wedding to work and everyone's like, how do you like, what do you mean? Like, how do you know? And I'm like, I just, I have a feeling we're like going to fire islands. Like, I just think he's going to do it. And so I like got all ready, right? And my feet were so swollen from working the weekend, like on my feet all weekend. So, oh my gosh. Um, you know, like I was good from like, you know, the, like the stomach up, but from that down, like I was not going to like have my feet be shown, you know? Um, mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. but then I just like, remember we get there and he brought a backpack with him. And I was like, oh my God, he totally has the box in the backpack. And then when we like got out, he didn't bring his backpack. And I was like, oh, well, like, do you need that? And he was like, no, I just brought that in case like I needed Advil. Like I had it. And I'm like, oh, and then like Damn. my, my heart just sunk. Right. Like I was like all this and it's not happening today. <laughs> like it's not. And we like had this whole like walk and, and I was like, I could, I was just like, trying to like I was like I we need that like I wanted to like still have a good time because it was just me being like crazy yeah um, so I was like we should just like enjoy it no big deal doesn't matter when it happens it's fine but then when we got to the top of the lighthouse he did it and I was so relieved oh my gosh <laughs> because, I know I saw your pictures it looks so pretty like that he did a great job 
It was, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, What Happens in Vegas. You ever seen I that? I haven't, no. Okay, so basically, it's not like this amazingly bright movie, but for some reason, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> and Ashton Kutcher and Cameron Diaz are in it, and they're, like, both from New York, but they were, they met in Vegas, like, while they both, like, were drunk, and they, like, got married in Vegas, and it's, like, a whole long thing, but they end up, like, being granted a divorce because they really didn't know each other. Ah, um, uh, okay. So, but then they really did love each other and like want to be together. And he like proposes to her for real at the Fire Island Lighthouse. And I'm like, that is just like such a romantic spot. And I don't know like how I've never been there living on Long Island my whole life. And so that's how, so I, I, I always like kind of had that like out there that that was like a really good spot. We also did get lucky with like a really nice weather day where had it not been good weather or whatever, like maybe it just like wouldn't have happened that day, but yeah. That's amazing. I love that. I love that story. <laughs> but but I'm glad he did it that day because, you know, the stress level would have been would have been high driving home. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that would have been an awkward <laughs> drive home. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would have been like, um, I thought you were proposing. Don't you see me wearing white? Like, uh... <laughs> I had a nail appointment early today for this. I had a nail appointment, like, specifically this morning. Like, I went and got a blowout, like. You know, this isn't just like a typical Monday. Um, That's so, so funny. <laughs> I I always have my nails done, so I think Me he too. knew that wasn't going to be a problem. But the funny yeah. thing about that morning was, um, we were like, we I forget what happened, but he accident. He was tickling me and like hit my hand and one of my nails like broke and chipped and it was like a fresh a fresh gel manicure and and I didn't know this until after, but he was like, oh man, like. I hope that wasn't her left hand because I'm proposing tonight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually my right hand and it was like my pinky finger. Oh, so um, thank God, right? You exactly. just can't have it on that left going on that it was that like Yeah, because like a lot of like left hand pictures were going to happen and he was yeah. he was definitely nervous, which was cute that he even thought about that. <laughs> I always, I'm like you, I always have my nails on. So I'm always like together, but it was just like, you know what? let's get this done fresh today mm-hmm. like brand new yeah so and I was yeah. glad that I did it made me feel so much better I didn't want that old that. set you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> fresh powder you know you just can't yeah you can't be coming up there like be you know get everything else like is right and then that one thing wrong no like this exactly. is not amateur hour <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So now like how, wait, how did Max propose? (laughs) So we're in a pandemic and, and what we did a lot of was like date. So we always had date nights on weekends and we would dress up and I would put heels on and wear lipstick, like the whole thing. Right. We'd go out in a restaurant in Manhattan. And that was like our thing that we just love to do to like, keep it spicy. You know, you just Mm -hmm. need have things to look forward to especially after working and like not really seeing each other again pre-pandemic and then during the pandemic we were together 24 7 and I was always in sweats and whatever so we were like let's start doing like date nights where we cook we dress up like I still wear the heels and the lipstick and he's still you know buttoned down the shoes the whole thing and in June 
this was last year, June, he was like, let's have a date night at home. Like let's cook and whatever. <clears throat> so we did that. And it's funny. Cause in retrospect, like I didn't think these things through where I was like, Oh, he's going to propose until like the very last moment. So he has a shirt, a lucky shirt that he would wear at the end of every quarter uh, for his job. Cause he's in sales. So whenever he needed to like close a deal or like something like a big meeting or a presentation, he would wear this one shirt. This is the same shirt he wore seven years ago for our first kiss, like on his birthday. So he, it's like his lucky shirt. So he wears it all the time when he needs it, like luck. He mm-hmm. wore this shirt on this date night and it didn't like occur to me. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, and then he opened up a 1995 like Bordeaux that we had saved for like a nice occasion. And we were having a ribeye and Max loves to like pair his wines with his food really well. So he opened this like really nice bottle of wine. He had it on his lucky shirt and not until I was like, oh, like, what do we ha- like? Should we get dessert or something? He's like, oh, I actually have something for dessert, but you have to go in the room and close your eyes. So I'm like, uh okay (laughs) so I go in the room and at this point I'm like I think he's gonna propose so I go in the room and I brush my teeth because we were drinking red wine and my teeth were red (laughs) so I'm like that's gonna be really embarrassing if he doesn't and he's like why'd you brush your teeth I'm laughing. Why are you brushing your teeth before we go get dessert? Like, why? You know? So funny. And I was like, should I put lotion on my hands? Like, just in case. I'm like, no, that's just too much. Like, that's overdoing it. So I just brushed my teeth and I was like, my dog was in the room with me. I was like, Lucy, I think he's going to propose, you know? (laughs) And so he's like, all right, are you ready? And I was like, ready. And he was like, close your eyes. So he closed my eyes and like walked me down the hall like back to the dining room and on the table there was a j and a g which are my now new initials when i marry him in kit kats because i love kit kats so he went (laughs) to like every store that was local would like buy all the kit kats and he was like buy them (laughs) out basically he's like no one really has kit kats so he had kit kats in jg he had a bottle of dom Perion like on the table and then the diamond ring and I was like oh my and I got opened my eyes and I was like oh this is so cute and he's like do you see the ring and I was like oh my god like I didn't even notice the ring I thought it was just like Kit Kats and champagne (laughs) (laughs) and then he took the ring and got down on one knee and it was just like really nice and romantic and like it was very us because I feel like we really do enjoy just like having intimate moments which as you know, our wedding is super intimate. So it was very, very special. Aww. I I love that you guys do these like date nights at home. Yeah. I well, feel now, like I retired. Now we go back out happen. into the world. Yeah. Um, you need to. You need to. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than getting out. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, Especially like dressing up and like putting on your heels and just like feeling good. It's just, it's really nice. Um, and then when you get to do it at home and like take your heels off right after you eat, it's even better. You don't have to like call an Uber to come back. <laughs> oh my God. A hundred percent. I feel like I, I used to always wear heels and then obviously the pandemic happened and that like changed things. And now I'm just like, it's like when I have like heels on, I feel like a big like baby, 
by like yeah. the end and I'm like I'm like I used to do this all the time like what's wrong with me I know but, I know especially with your wedding it probably killed you because you're wearing uh, it the whole time um I think I'm still reeling from that <laughs> <laughs> my feet were like sausages the day after my wedding which like for me it's just like usual but the like like I did not break in my shoes before my wedding I did plan to and then um it just like my week was like very hectic leading up to my wedding um I also just had like a like I did everything for my wedding like by myself like yes Mm -hmm. Ira helped like Ira is very supportive and like helpful but like at the end of the day like it was really all me and so like even the week leading up to my wedding I was still working pretty much a full week I only took off the Friday before my wedding which was also stupid should have taken off more time yeah yeah I made a lot of like crazy decisions within 2021 going into 2022 (laughs) like if I could go back in time would have changed a few things but like I started a new job like two and a half months before my wedding which like most like no one would ever do I'm doing that right now I just started a new job this week (laughs) oh my god yeah we're (laughs) same people over here um yeah it was it was like I felt like I was like, I don't want to take off like more time, you know, before, like before the wedding, because they just started here and I was going to the city every day. And like, and then, um, yeah, I was like busy every single second. And I also had plenty to stress me out and annoy me because, you know, people are annoying. Like that's what it comes down to. And, um, yeah, so I went like, the moral of the story is I would have broken in my shoes if I didn't have to deal with a lot of other nonsense. But because <laughs> I had to deal with the other nonsense, I didn't break in my shoes and my feet ended up being sausages. And that's where <laughs> that ends. Okay, good advice. I'm going to start wearing mine now. Yeah, definitely, definitely wear them because I can tell you, like, that was my, I have two regrets of the day. One, the shoes. And two, I really should have, I wanted to donate all my flowers from my wedding to like go to nursing homes and hospitals and stuff after. And I just didn't have the time to like do the reach out to get that done. So like knowing like everything I spent on florals and everything I had, like that it didn't like go to like a good cause in a way after. That was like my only, my only like other thing. Other That's than such that. a good point. I actually want to look into that because I, I, I'm not gonna be able to bring back my flowers from Portugal, so yeah. I need to figure out like what happened to them after. So that's actually a good call. Whenever, yeah, see, it, see if back. you can, if you can donate them. There, uh, out here on Long Island, there's a company called Don't Toss the Bouquet, which does handle things like that. Um, they're actually preserving my bouquet into um like this jewelry thing, which is kind I of cool. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I wish I, uh, another thing, wish I would have gotten that my bouquet to them sooner, but like, I basically was going away like right after my wedding. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, it was a lot of craziness, but like, you know, that's just what it is right now in that, in, in a pandemic. And now for you, your, your planning and your wedding is so soon now you're like really in a countdown, like what, like seven weeks. 
Yeah, 50 days. <laughs> oh my God. So you're, you're really in like the home stretch now and um, you're having a destination wedding. Yes, I am. So what made, first, what made you decide to do destination opposed to like home? Oh gosh. Um, so like I mentioned, we got engaged almost a year ago now. And originally we wanted to have a small wedding, which was going to be maybe like 20, 25 people in New York. But I mean, as you know, in New York, it's a, like the price to get married here is just out, like out of the budget, like not, it wasn't going to work for us. And we went to this one place, which is over here in the Bronx. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is a place that I want to get married. It was gorgeous. I met with the woman and she was like, for 20 people, you need to budget 30 grand. And I was like, fuck no. Sorry, can I, I don't know if I can curse on your podcast. Yeah, you're good. You can. <laughs> but I was just like, my jaw dropped. And I was like, no. And we were both, Max and I are both paying for our wedding. So we were just not comfortable with like spending that much money on one day um, for 20 people we we're like that just doesn't sound right it didn't sit well with us you know like I know a lot yeah. of people have their own budgets people have family who help them but my family was not able to contribute so I wasn't comfortable having his family contribute so we decided like we're gonna do this on our own and like we have you know a budget in mind so his mom who is like the most amazing future mother-in-law that like anyone could ever ask for she came with us that day in the Bronx and she was like, you need to take a step back and like, forget about everyone else. What would be your dream wedding? Like what, like, don't think about money. Don't think about people. Don't think about feelings. Like, what do you want to do? And we were like, we would love to have a dinner in a vineyard with our family. Like that's literally what we want. We want good food in that order. It's good food, good wine, great views, location, weather. Like that was what was important to us. And so I went back to the drawing board and I was like looking at like Italy because, you know, that was kind of where our minds were at. We're like, okay, where can we go? Like Tuscany or like these really cool locations. And we had actually been to the destination where we're going now. We've been to Portugal before, um, before the pandemic, like right before the pandemic, we had a trip to Portugal and we spent one day in the Douro Valley, which is like Portugal's wine country. Um, And it was the most beautiful place I think I've ever been in my entire life. (laughs) And it was also the 10th country that Max and I had been to together. So it was like really special for us and like I'm super cheesy and I booked a professional photographer to take pictures of us while we were in Porto. And as like a, yay, we went to 10 countries together, like good for us. Like, <laughs> we, we survived traveling together for this long. Um, and then it was kind of just like, why don't we see if we can get married there? And so we looked up a couple places, a couple um, vineyards, and we found one that had like an elopement package and that's kind of where it where we decided and we reached out to them and they gave us a budget and we were like this is actually awesome 
And then from there, we didn't feel comfortable asking, you know, 25 people to travel abroad for a wedding and like drop a crap ton of money. So we decided just immediate family. So just our parents, our siblings, um, and then my best friends coming as like my man of honor. I'm also not doing a bridal party because like just didn't want to deal with the stress of like inviting certain people, not other people. Um, so yeah, we we kind of nailed it in in August and we were like, we are going to Portugal and it's going to be a wedding of 12 people total. <laughs> well, can I tell you, so first I want to say that your mother-in-law just sounds like a precious gem of a woman. Like I just, I don't even know her, but I love her. Um, I love She's her. incredible. She is incredible. And I want you to know how rare that kind of story is. Just, just so you know, usually yeah. we have quite the opposite that goes on. Um, yes. So I've heard some crazy, like, I mean, I have friends, right? Like who are married and I hear the stories and I'm like, holy crap, like, why can't you just say no? And I'm like, why can't you just put your foot down? And they're like, because they will raise hell and they will make me, you know, <laughs> the, yeah. the most miserable person. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't have that. And I'm very lucky, honestly. Like, I know I'm very, um, very lucky for that. Now, um, it's funny because, so I, I've had a planner on, on my podcast before and her name's Andrea Apolito. And she is a big wedding planner in Las Vegas. And she does very like high end luxury events. And when asked like about her wedding, her wedding was 20 people. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, like I didn't like, I wanted it like the way that I wanted it, but for 20 people, like I yeah. didn't want like more than that. And, and it's funny because, um, when you describe your wedding, it, it brings me back to that story of hers. And I think, I think that like your wedding should be however you want it to be. 100%. And sometimes like intimate is, is so much like, ni like nicer than having like a million people because you're able to also like put your money in all these other areas that you'd want where like you might not be able to if you had more guests yeah and I think that's what's so nice about like having that intimate piece as well because what I said was like I want to be at the same table with everyone who's at my wedding and I get to do that now right like I get to sit and literally like soak up love and soak up this like you know intertwining of families and I'm also, and again, like you said it exact so perfectly, like everyone has their own preference. Like I personally, I mean, you know, this about me, I'm a very anxious person and big groups make me anxious. Imagine a big party that's about just me and my fiance. Like I would shit the whole time. <laughs> like I do not <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so being, and, and I don't like to be stressed, like and I mean, even a 12 person wedding is super stressful, but like, I just didn't want to deal with like opinions and people not understanding and like, 
it was just not what I wanted to deal with. And to your point, like I'm doing most of this myself. Like Max, if he asks, if he asks me when our wedding is one more time, I'm going to like divorce him before we even get married. <laughs> like I'm literally in this alone, but it's also my fault. Cause like I could a hundred percent be like, Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. But like, I know he doesn't give a shit. So I'm like, Hey, I'm making the decisions. Like just sign yeah. this piece of paper that like you're good with paying whatever money you know like he's yeah ultimately he's like the ceo in this scenario and i'm the coo where like i'm actually making sure that everything's being done and he's just like approving the checks you know yeah see Um, i I feel like in mine i was i was i was like I was like the CEO, COO, but he was the CFO. And like, yeah, he's you. like, he's the money. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, I, he, like, Ira had like running spreadsheet that could just make you want to throw up, right? Like, you're like, <laughs> you're like, first of all, why are you controlling the spreadsheet? And second, this, like, I can't look at your spreadsheet because, like, it makes me like stressed. Um, and he would have like, you know, the amount of people his side was inviting the amount of people my, like I would like my side was inviting and like my parents were very, um, like they were very, like, how do I explain this? My parents were very easy people. So Mm -hmm. they were like, we're giving you this amount of money. Um, do what you see fit with it. Like, you know, um, you know, it didn't, it wasn't exactly the same <laughs> on the other side. Right. But like when I got like, like I put together like my parents list of people went to them and was like, is this everybody? Cause I believe so. And it was like, I knew my parents stuff like the back of my hand, like then like with See, like already, like, like you telling me the story, like I'm getting anxious. Cause like <laughs> it pisses me off that like you didn't, that people don't have the right to be like, this is it, end of story. Like, I don't need to explain myself, you know? Like, yeah. to me, it just doesn't make sense, which is why I ended up in the scenario that I am because, like, you know, people were like, can I bring a plus one? And I'm like, sorry, no, it's just immediate family only. And, like, there is a plus one that's coming, but, like, he's also been part of the family for, like, five years. So it just makes sense right like I'm very close with this one person and again it's 12 people so when you start inviting one person like when does it end because like it's I'm inviting yeah. this person but then what about this person like why wouldn't I invite them if they're invited you know it's just yeah. like very it, it is an uncomfortable situation to be in especially when people have um like a horse in the race right so in this scenario your parents put money your yeah. husband's parents put money so like now people want to give their opinion because they have mm-hmm. you know they have- yeah 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 I feel like I was really fortunate that like my my parents um one my dad was in the business for a long time and I've been in the business like my entire life so they were very much like you do what you see fit and like we're good with whatever you choose 
Right. And that's amazing. Which which, I like, I love that that could have went like a total other way. Um, in most case, in everybody else's case that I know it goes a different way, but like my parents know that I know what I'm doing. It would be really embarrassing for me and piss me off if like they tried to take control of my day when Mm -hmm. this is what I do for a living. So it would be just kind of ridiculous, but I see a lot of people and I never understand this, but I see a lot of parents that want to control their kid's wedding day. And it's like, well, your kid is 35 years old. Like, why does, why do they need you to like handhold them? Yeah. I actually, I saw something recently that I thought was very interesting about like wedding culture. And ultimately it's about like families kind of like presenting their brand to the public kind of thing. Which makes sense, you know, it's like this like social class, like culture situation where like our parents want to be like, hey, this is what we did for our kids. And they're proud to like show that, which is why they are so opinionated in these situations, which is interesting. Yeah, well, it's definitely a lot. I mean, and I'm just like speaking on behalf of like the clients I've had over the years and like you know, you want to make everybody happy, but then Mm -hmm. you see certain things and you're like, oh my God, like, (laughs) like the bride and groom are 30 something years old. I think that they can pick their napkins on their own. Like, (laughs) you know. Oh my God. I would like, no. The only thing I will say is that like, luckily, like I said, like no one knows or has any opinion of like what's happening on our wedding day, but Max's family, my Fiance's family really wanted to like do like the welcome dinner and the rehearsal dinner and I was like that's all you like you guys like I don't even want I will not have an opinion like if you guys want to do that for us amazing like I'll let you handle that then you know like again we know our like I have the wedding day she gets to do whatever and then I don't have like we're not like giving opinions on this and that and the other thing like same thing with my bridal shower right like my fiance's mom is actually handling that whole thing. I have zero idea what to expect. I'm just going to show up. That's, that's so nice though. I mean, she like, it's, it's also because you have such a good relationship with her and like, when I trust you, her. It's a yeah. Trust. When you have that trust and you have yeah. that, like that, like friendship almost in a way, um, you like it makes the experience like so nice yeah you know and like my mom would have loved to do something for me but like my mom and I also have just very different you know styles and it just it wouldn't make sense because she's like well I don't know what you like and I don't know what you want and I'm like then I don't want you to be stressed about that because my mom is very much a people pleaser and, and with like Max's mom she's like I love doing this stuff. Like I love putting parties together. I love, you know, hosting events. And I'm like, I know you do. And I love what you've done in the past. Like, go ahead, like run with this, you know? Yeah. That's so nice. And 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 it'll be good. Yeah. And then going back to the other thing that you mentioned about like the money thing where you get to actually spend on like things that you really want. A hundred percent agree on that because because I got to, you know, have a smaller wedding and I, the money that I went, that I had was like towards the wedding, but I also had money to do things for like my bachelorette party. For example, I had two bachelorette, I'm having, well, I had one bachelorette party already, which was a destination bachelorette party with 
three friends because they weren't going to be around for like my local bachelorette party, I guess you could <laughs> say. Um, and it was nice because I, we went to uh, Los Angeles and I actually was able to pay for the Airbnb for their stay because I knew that they were going to have to pay for their flights. So, you know, I picked the Airbnb and then they picked their, you know, they booked their flights and that was kind of my gift to them being like, hey, we're staying at this really nice place and it's on me. And then on the flip side for my Hamptons bachelorette that's happening at the end of this month, I like got everyone these like really cute baskets that I'm going to give them. And like, they're not my bridesmaids, but they're my friends who are coming out to the Hamptons for a weekend to just like hang out and have a chill time. I wanted to do something for them as like a thank you for coming out here, you know? And when I was 25 and if I got married at 25, there's no way I would have been able to do that. Cause I was a waitress. <laughs> and <it was> like, <laughs> now it's just like a different, I feel like I, I'm a totally different person that I'm able to like, do these things for the people that will come and like celebrate this like big moment in my life which is also nice because like they know that they're not invited to the wedding but I'm able to still like celebrate with my friends who would have been at my wedding if I had this like big event you know right right definitely and and it's nice because you get to like celebrate with everybody like in in your own way yeah exactly so now because you're doing the wedding like out of the country and you know vendors things like that how did you choose your your vendors and your venue like how did how did you go about that God that's a great question and it's funny cuz uh I never met anyone I've never seen the location I never got to like taste the food or the wine or anything <laughs> so this is like literally a remote like planned wedding I went to Instagram, like I did my research on the location that I was getting married. I looked up like other weddings that took place there. And yeah, I just like looked up a bunch of tags and I found this one wedding that was gorgeous and was super intimate with pictures. There was like an article on like the wedding and I looked up who the vendors were and that's how I, I found them. And then as far as my planner goes, the the location that I'm having my wedding, they actually recommended two different planners. So I looked them up on Instagram. I had phone calls with them. Um, obviously, they sent me proposals, which I then sent to you to make sure that like it looked right. <laughs> I was like, this is accurate. When I tell you, I, I had no benchmark to like how much a wedding should cost or like a photographer, like nothing. Like I was coming into this like brand new, like no idea. So Instagram was like the perfect place for me to go to be like, Oh, I like this person's like aesthetic. I like this person's, you know, like page or whatever it was. And then I saw obviously how many followers they had their website. Like that's kind of how I picked it based on the aesthetics, the website. And then like the way they also, um, responded to me like the way that you respond to someone or the way that you talk to someone like that is also very important to me and I was like if this person is going to be part of like the most important day or like the most important event that I'm putting together I want to make sure that one they're communicative and also two that they are kind <laughs> you know yeah um and like emotionally like invested which I know is like super 
like trivial, I guess, but that's important to me. Like my relationships with people who I work with or who I'm doing business with is very important to me. So that's kind of how I, I went about it. Yeah. Listen, I mean, one of the things in regards to like your wedding is you want to make sure that the people who are on your day are like, this is a milestone moment in your life. Like I, even the other day I had texted, I no, I had um, emailed the girl, uh, Maria Angela, who did my hair for my wedding. And I sent her like all my photos and I was like, feel free to like use them for anything you need. And like, and I wrote in the email, which was like very much true, like that, like we're linked together for life. Mm -hmm. Like this, like it's one of the biggest, like, you know, moments of your life, like getting married and the people who you use, like you're always going to remember that. And you want to use people that you feel comfortable with and just like, yeah, it's your team. Like they're going to be your team. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And so I definitely feel like, you know, it sounds like you like have that all worked out really nicely. And the fact that you're having like an intimate wedding makes it, you know, makes it so nice because you have, you have all of these, like you have more personal relationships from that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what's nice is that because they're in, they're in Portugal, like they're all based there and they follow me on Instagram. They're able to like see my relationship with Max. They're able to see my personality. Like they're able to like learn what kind of person I am, you know? And I'm hoping that because they're on this like engagement journey with me through Instagram and social media or whatever it is that when we finally meet, it's even that it's like, I already know this person because I follow them as well. Right. It's like, we know each other and we get each other kind of thing, which is like super cheesy and like whatever, but that's what I'm most excited, most excited yeah. about to like see them on the day and be like, Oh my God, it's, it's been a year. And like, finally we get to meet. Um, I'm like, Definitely. I'm so excited about that. Now, where did now? Okay. So when the wedding is over, what's the plan? Like, are you doing a honeymoon, like within that trip? Are you spending more time there? Are you like doing something separate for your honeymoon? Like what's your plan? Um, we are getting married on Friday and we leave at 10 a.m. the next day to go to South Portugal. So we'll be there for a week after, like it's immediately after. <laughs> Amazing. Well, okay. So, so let me give like my, my feedback on that. Yeah. So one, I completely agree. Like I always, so I always said like, when I get married, like I'm doing the whole thing, like meaning like wedding, like most likely a breakfast brunch kind of situation the next day. And then, um, uh, what's called and then like honeymoon, like right after that. So, I mean, I will say this, I had like a different plan in mind thinking that I would always get married on a Saturday. I was like a very big snob about it. I'm not even going to lie to you and like give, like sing you a different tune. Um, I like, I was like queen of the snobs for Saturday only. Um, mind so you, I've worked so many Friday and Sunday weddings, like my entire life and had no issue ever working them. 
Um, I just knew for myself, I'm like Saturday wedding, Sunday brunch, Monday honeymoon. That's it. I when, love it. And I just want you to know, like God like laughed and was like, no, no, <laughs> because when we went now I'm Jewish and my husband's Jewish, we could not get married on a Friday, which would have been my second choice if Saturday didn't work out for whatever reason, but I can't do that. Or Sunday of a holiday weekend, which like, wasn't my, wasn't like uh, something I wanted regardless, but like would have done that. So I knew I wanted to get married in off season because I'm just too busy April through like mid November. So it would have to be like after, like it would have to be like the other months of the year. So you're thinking like you're December through like March and the issue like is December is like the holidays. So I didn't want to do that. January is my birthday. So I like really didn't want to get married around the time of my birthday and like, so I was like, February, like February is like the plan. So in New York, February has always like been notoriously known as like not a busy wedding month, but because of everything that's gone on with COVID, um, all venues are like booked up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like it doesn't matter oh day God. of the week. Yeah. It's booked up so crazy because of all these people that push back seats. So yeah when we were looking and we like knew where we wanted to get married, they only had two Saturdays open for for the year. Okay. So like, forget Mm. about February. There was no Saturdays open in February. Then I was like, okay, what about January or March? Like willing to whatever, no sat, no Saturdays open on those days, on those months. The only Saturdays open were April 16th, which we would have considered, but it was, um, It's like the first, it's the second day of Passover. So we Mm. couldn't do it. And August 13th, which I was like, August is so hot and it's a busy time for me. So like, and I had like no real reason to do August whatsoever. So, so then I was like, okay, Sunday of a holiday weekend, like um, looking at like Martin Luther King weekend, President's Day weekend was open to like Memorial Day weekend or like Labor Day weekend, but real, uh, no, I'm telling you I was open to it, but I really wasn't. Um, <laughs> I was, I'm like, I'm too busy those weekends, but like I was open to July 4th weekend. So I had like three holiday weekends, like in mind, none of them had Sunday open. So now I was like, oh my God, like, so the, but all these other Sundays and everything were booked. The only Sundays open were February 6th which happened to be the anniversary of Ira and I's first date or February 13th, which I like, we had no, our, our original date that we kind of wanted was Saturday, February 12th, but it was booked anyway. But like the 13th happened to be Super Bowl Sunday, which I was like, I'm not getting married on Super Bowl Sunday. Cause if people leave my, my wedding early to go watch a football game, like, that's just when like my claws will come out. (laughs) (laughs) So we ended up like, it was like meant to be that February 6th, Sunday, like was our day and like everything. Um, But like with doing a Sunday wedding, 
having breakfast on a Monday, like breakfast, mm-hmm. brunch on a Monday kind of had, had a different ring to it because most people like we're going to work other yeah. than like some family members that came in specifically for the wedding or like friends who just happen to be around or able to go into work late or whatever it is. So we did have a breakfast the next day, but it was a much smaller group than we would have originally expected. Yeah. So then like, it does change your things around. I didn't do a rehearsal dinner because I didn't feel like, well, to me, like there was nothing for us to rehearse. Yeah. Um, I'm like, and I, and I get that like a lot of people will be like, but we need to like practice. And I'm like, practice what? Like walking down an aisle, walk like you walk, like, <laughs> like I was like, yeah, I was like, we're not practicing. Like I didn't, I felt like that was like a waste in my book. So I wasn't doing one. And also my wedding was local. So like, yeah, I was like, what are people going to come out the night before just to like, pra- like, no, I'm like this. I It's like unnecessary. So, but like where I was going with that was we were originally supposed to do our honeymoon, like right after and everything got so crazy with COVID around yeah. Christmas that we didn't even know what was going to happen. We knew no matter what, we were going to get married February 6th because it was like a meant to be date. Like the universe told us nothing else was open. So like Mm -hmm. it was meant to be, we got married that day, but we didn't know what was going to happen with the party. We didn't know what was going to happen like with like traveling outside of the U.S. because originally our plan was to have our honeymoon. Um, We were doing sandals in St. Lucia So we like, we ended up canceling our trip to St. Lucia around Christmas because we just didn't know we like, we were like, God forbid we ended up with COVID after our wedding. What would, you know, then we'd be like stuck in St. Lucia. That would be a very expensive quarantine. And, um, so we canceled, we ended up going to Miami for a few days after our wedding, which like, it was good. But we we did end up actually having COVID after our wedding. Crazy. No way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't usually promote it or anything, because um, like you can edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but um, yeah, we we did. I mean, I don't know if it was like definitely like from our wedding, but um, I it was it was crazy like how that happened. Um, and it was funny because I had gone all this time never getting COVID. So I was like, wow. um, I was like, I'm so good. But yeah, yeah. All, all all for that. I just want you to know I worked a million weddings in 2021, never got COVID. And my wedding was 120 people. So not yeah. a huge wedding and ended up with COVID. So wow. Um, so yeah, yeah, so I'm hoping that like, it, since it's just 12 of us, like that won't yeah. be an issue. Um, but yeah, I we think, definitely yeah. plan to leave. Like, we're not even doing a breakfast. We're like, waking up and leaving right after and everyone else will like do their own thing. I think also too, like now COVID has like calmed down a lot where it had calmed down a lot around like the week of our wedding, but like the weeks leading up to the wedding. Yeah. It was like very much kind of crazy. Um, and we did have a lot of people like not come because of what went on. Yeah. But I was honestly like fine with that. Um, but we're like, we're actually doing our honeymoon next month. Now uh, we like we're we changed it up a little, but we're still doing sandals, but we're going to Barbados. Oh, nice. That sounds so yeah. nice. I've never yeah. been. 
me either. So I'm like really looking forward to it because, you know, we need a redo of uh, this trip. (laughs) But it's, I used to think that like doing the honeymoon right after was like the way to go, which I still agree that it is. But like with everything that happened with COVID, it was like kind of impossible to do that. So now I'm like looking forward to like having this trip to look forward to. But I have to tell you, it was so funny. Like, I feel like you having like this destination wedding is like giving me like all these ideas that like for my one year anniversary, like we have to like go somewhere like crazy and like do it up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is the way, especially like your one year anniversary and hopefully things with COVID like chill out. Um, Cause we already said like for a one year, we would love to go to Japan because that would just be like a huge travel situation. <laughs> and you know, I hate yeah. flying, but um, <laughs> that would be something that like we would really want to do in like our yeah. one year. Um, but yeah. We, yeah, we want to do, we, we like had thought about going to Israel together for a honeymoon. Oh, um, that would be so nice. Yeah. Cause we both have done it. Like we both gone, but like we went on birthright. So it's just a little bit different of a trip in the sense that it's like, you're with a lot of people. It's also like very scheduled, um, which I know for you might really work. Cause um, we know that you love to create a schedule. <laughs> of sorts <laughs> um, not not a schedule what would we call that um an itinerary time, an itinerary a timeline of activities yes. <laughs> I know it, you you should promote that I'm telling you you should make like travel itineraries for people for like their bachelorettes and like their. I'm telling you I think that there's I'm thinking that there's a business somewhere in that definitely but it would almost be like a preset itinerary like you're not allowed to tell me what you want (laughs) it's like this is what (laughs) I did and this is what I love like this is what I had the most fun doing like you can use mine versus like me personalizing it for someone because I feel like especially people who like haven't been somewhere for the first like before it could be like their first time trip to like gather what the city is about or something like that I mean yeah yeah that's a good point now something like like a little like off topic but I feel like because you you're like very organized and you think of like you know the bigger picture and things like that um now you've discussed things like like a prenup and now are you are you gonna change your name like what do you get married? Um, I don't know that I'm going to legally. <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm like, it just sounds like a pain in the ass. Like I've done all the research. I'm like, uh, can I just like change my, you know, I'll just like change my signature. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still TBD on that, to be honest. I especially because like traveling like we travel so much that I have to also like schedule my travel around changing my last name because then like I wouldn't be able to use my passport for x amount of time like x amount of days yeah you know yeah I personally have not done it yet um one because I know it's gonna be a pain in the ass and two because 
Um, we are going away next month and I just want to keep my passport as is. And it's, and it's funny because Ira keeps asking me like when I'm going to do it. And I was like, well, I can't do it now because we're going away in like, I don't know, like five weeks, six weeks. So I do have, I, I have the intention of changing it, but like as, and I don't know if this makes me sound snobby or something, but like in terms of like my work life, like I've been SD Gordon my entire life and I've had like a whole career in my in my field for like 10 plus years so I would like I'm gonna be like Essie Gordon Levin in an email signature I like not to sound like a little snob or something with like two last names but like it's it's like your identity like your whole identity is like people are gonna be like who's like like who's Essie Levin like who mm-hmm. you know like wait I don't know that last name but like SD Gordon like they know the last name Gordon so yeah like yeah I also just like I don't give a shit you know like mm-hmm. I just don't care about that. That, that that's like the lowest on my priority list right now <laughs> with like yeah. all the other things that I have to do and we are going to Costa Rica for another destination wedding that we're attending in August so like between May and August, like, I don't feel like being stressed. I'm like, will yeah. I have a passport or not, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, whether the, wait, what's Max? Well, no, you don't have to say Max last year, <laughs> here, but like, <laughs> for a second. everyone's like, going to be looking him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, whether you go as like Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, yeah. who, the fu- who, who cares? No one's going to be like, excuse me, can I like see your license and see if that's your last name? Like, exactly. No, exactly. No one cares. <laughs> Um, and now you have done like your research and things into, into like doing a prenup and things Mm -hmm. like that, which is in a way it used to be like so taboo to talk about, but now as like women in business who are, you know, and especially like a lot of people like getting married, like older, um, you've really established like a whole you know, career and everything for yourself prior to being married. Yeah. How did, how did you go about those things? Cause I think a lot of people are unsure what to do or afraid to have those conversations even. Yeah. They're, they're definitely, I mean, anything, any conversation around money, like we always grew up that it was taboo, which like mm-hmm. I kind of hate because then that means that especially as women, we are so like left in the dark with like what is right and wrong. It's like, let's just let them handle it. And like, we, they'll take care of us kind of thing, which as I got, I've gotten older, obviously like I work in the financial services world. Like I understand money. I've like, it's been my career. And now I'm in like financial tech on the financial tech side. Um, And I've just seen, I've been surrounded by so many successful women and so many successful, like women of color, even that I've had these conversations with them, like candidly, openly. And they're like, yeah, of course I have one, you know? And I'm like, wait, I've been having conversations with a different type of person. (laughs) Like, like, and then that's when, you know, my, my actual current boss, she was the one who was like, what do you mean? Like, you need one. And I was like really like does it matter you know 
Um, and that's kind of when I started to like really look into it and do my research and like understand, like you just have to understand like what is the law in the state that you're getting married and what the prenup does is like changes the law for you in the event that something does happen. Like I could get sick, he could get sick. Like you just need to like make sure you have control over it. Um, and again, it's not for everyone. I think everyone has their own opinion on it, which like they're, they have a right to have their own opinion on it. But one story that scared the shit out of me that I was like, whoa, that's insane was this one woman, I forget where I heard it, but this woman like had gotten pregnant to like trap a guy. <laughs> Which is, like, it was one of those like trashy like podcasts probably. And <laughs> she like ended up, he ended up marrying her cause like she was having his baby. And she started a business and became a millionaire and he did nothing with his life. And she ended up divorcing him and having to pay him alimony because she was a more successful one in the marriage. And like, she had to basically like pay him after the divorce. And I was like, that is insane that like, she started the relationship with like thinking she had less in him and then like had more and had to ultimately like pay this jerk money. And like that, I was like, that is so interesting. And like, I need to know more about this. Like, what is this? Um, so that's kind of how I decided to start like doing my research and like looking into it and things like that. Yeah, no, I think it's always smart to just like ask the questions and see, you know, how to protect yourself if need be. Um, still a crazy world out there <laughs> yeah of course you never know like I could lose my mind he could lose his mind and like you just never no one gets married to get divorced no one no yep. one actually gets married with the thought like oh I actually might get divorced there's not that I mean I don't know Tevi you're the one that like works with all these like people who are getting married like have you ever heard any of them be like we might get divorced <laughs> no I have not but I I will also say this that I think I think the pandemic was also like a very telling time for a lot of people whether you were single in a relationship married you know anything and listen there's a lot of people who came together because of the pandemic and it made them yeah. stronger as a couple and then there's a lot of people that it completely tore them apart because you know realizing that you're spending so much time with someone and maybe beforehand you didn't have to spend as much time or you didn't spend as much time I mean it goes both ways so 100%. it either you know, made you or it broke you yeah I mean for me I met my husband during the pandemic um probably in like the craziest period of like my life um actually a slower period of my life where Normally, I was always running, doing, going um, crazy all the time where I finally had time to slow down because the whole world was shut down. So I had nothing else really going on. And I was working for my dad, but I had some like time on my hands. And so I feel like Ira got to see me in the midst of like when my life was like a little more relaxed and then yeah. I went like full on back to weddings full on back to craziness crazy schedule and I saw that he like handled that all really well where in the past 
there weren't like anybody who I'd been dating, like did not handle that well. Like they didn't like that. Like I had this, like my career going and that I was busy and that I didn't always have all the time for them. And he, we made, you know, I also saw a notice in myself though, too, because I made the time for someone which showed me how much like he meant to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, listen, I'm glad that it worked out for you and me because like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) not everybody was so lucky, but. um, Yeah. I'm so curious on like the data around um, like how many people got, I mean, I know a shit ton. Like, I think I saw like 25 million um, people got engaged or married this in this year, or that they plan to get married this year, which is like the yeah. highest yep. rate ever. But yeah. I'd also want to know the opposite, like how many people got divorced. Like, what was the divorce rate? Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd have to think that that was probably high too. Um, but it's, uh, I mean, this pandemic was was good and bad for a lot of reasons but... <laughs> yeah exposed, it exposed everyone who, for who they were <laughs> oh god it re- it really did I mean like I used to never like ever be home and now like you know I was just home more and I thought that would drive me insane but weirdly it didn't I don't know I was yeah. still able to like make myself busy even with all that craziness which is great. I mean, bu- busy in terms of the pandemic, but like, yeah, in, for my normal life, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Jamie, first of all, um, I want to thank you so much for coming on today's episode because you like are hilarious, like always. And I feel <laughs> like I feel like we hit all the points today, like every single one. Yes, we did. We did. I definitely have not talked about this day at, to this extent with anyone. So thanks for getting it out of me. <laughs> well, you, you you know, I, lo- I love to hear all the details. And we'll have to do a like a post wedding and I'll let you know. How yes, we need we need a post wedding drop. We need to hear all about how Portugal was, how the wedding went off, all the vendors. The, mm-hmm. Then we need, you know, the dress details, the shoes, you know, I didn't want to ask you now because, you know, just in case like anybody listens who's going to be there, like we want them to have like the big reveal. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, need to, I need to keep something secret until it happens. Until the day. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I want to wish you luck because we're like seven, seven weeks out, give or yeah. take. So, so close, but it really is going to be the best day and I want you to enjoy every bit of it. It really is that like once in a lifetime day for you and you're the bride. So really it's your day. No offense to Max, but it's really your day. <laughs> he knows, he knows. <laughs> I know. So, sometimes, you know, sometimes like they need like a reminder, you know, like Ira's always like, I know that like, this isn't my day. And I was like, it's our day, but like mostly me, you know, and that's but what I would tell me that this is happening. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you know, it's our day. I want you to like have the best time ever, but more more importantly, like me, you know, the dress, that's all anyone <laughs> the, cares the about. dress, the hair, like, at, like I had my headpiece, like toward the left side of like my, like my hair. And Ira kept trying to stand on that side. And I'm like, uh, no, because like the headpiece, like needs me in the photos. So like you need to be on the other side. Oh yeah. Your good side. Your yeah. Good and side. he goes, but that's my good side. I'm like, 
what are you talking about? It's only about my good side today. Like you need to sacrifice your good side for me. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, all right, you're both your sides are good. Now get to that side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, and one more thing that I wanted to tell everybody before we go is that you have a podcast out and you know, here on this podcast, we're a podcast that supports other podcasts. So I love that. Tell everybody about your podcast so that they can go and listen. Yeah, so my podcast is called First Gen Friends, and it's basically where I interview my friends and other folks who are first generation um, Latin American, Italian American. I mean, you're first generation to America, um, and just loving to hear everyone's different perspectives and how they grew up and where they are today to just like tell the story of normal people not just the celebrity story which we you know can get anywhere (laughs) and I will say I listened to the episode about like when you worked at the pizza place (laughs) and I was like peeing in my pants it was so funny I don't remember what it was but like the rap song yeah it's so embarrassing no it was hilarious I was I was literally (laughs) listening to it laughing and obviously I know you so like it made it that much funnier but like even if I didn't know you (laughs) that's actually the most listened to episode which is hysterical (laughs) and embarrassing so I'm like I need to tell more embarrassing stories of myself oh my god that's what resonates and that's what resonates. That's what literally that's what gets the hits. That's what gets the hits. It's so it was so funny and so relatable yep. <laughs> because of how funny it was. Yep. Oh my thank god. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Bride Tender Podcast, where we put out a new episode every single Monday. Um, you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, if you're not already following me on Instagram, please go follow me at the Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day, and of course, hiring the best vendors in the business to execute your wedding. Um, if you want to follow Jamie and her podcast, go follow her on Instagram at First Gen Friends. Um, it's hilarious. Uh, and just to get a little bit more of a glimpse of Jamie and who she is. Um, until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you have on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.